Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the second in a series of episodes on the elements of a strategic plan. To have a strategic plan, we must first have a plan. Last time, we discussed the three components that make something a plan. Although the idea of a plan seems intuitive, most documents called strategic plans don't have any of these components. Today, we'll discuss what has to be true for a plan to be strategic. Even when a plan has all the components, it doesn't necessarily express a strategy in any sense. Many executives believe that because strategy affects the whole organization, anything that affects the whole organization must be strategic. This means that any of their plans, and perhaps any of their individual decisions, are, by definition, strategic. But if we remember that strategy is an understanding of how our organization can become and remain unique, we can see this can't be true. The selection of a payroll service, for instance, is important and affects the whole organization, but is unlikely to contribute to its uniqueness. I'd say the same about providing coffee. More common are plans that are little more than aspirational. They lay out ambitious goals for the organization, but without any assessment of whether the organization has the capacity to achieve these goals, or, if it doesn't, whether it can acquire the necessary capacity. These organizations may have decided how they want to be unique, but they don't know how they will become or achieve that uniqueness. Then there are plans that correctly describe an organization's strengths, but without explaining why these strengths give the organization a distinct advantage in pursuing its goals. A strength is any activity an organization does well. An advantage is an activity directly related to its goals that an organization does far better than similar organizations. A McKinsey survey found that barely half of executives believe their strategies focus on developing clear advantages over their competitors, and that only one-third of companies incorporated a detailed understanding of their advantages into their plans. These organizations may have the capacity to carry out their operations, but they haven't committed to an identity, a way in which they're unique. In the best case, they understand that they are one among many similar organizations and have made their peace with average performance. In the worst case, they have a false sense of their distinctiveness and are surprised to find themselves in punishing competition with many others. A plan is strategic only when it deliberately combines activities that an organization does or could do better than any other, that is, genuine advantages, with goals that match those advantages. 
A genuinely strategic plan explains specifically how an organization's capabilities will allow it to serve particular needs of a clear set of customers or beneficiaries so much better than any alternative that the organization will be, or can become, the obvious choice. As the McKinsey survey and a number of other studies reveal, only a minority of organizations, and not a very large minority, have strategic plans that live up to their name. My suggestion for today is, ask whether your organization has a clear understanding of its advantages, of what it does better than any other organization. How are your plans built around these advantages and focused directly on your goals? In an earlier episode this season, we discussed how the definition of our problem is the problem. An indispensable element of any strategic plan is a statement of the problem it's trying to solve or the opportunity it's trying to seize, what Roger Martin has called its winning aspiration. And this will be our topic next time. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at prosperallc.com. This is Mitchell Muncie. Talk to you next time.